Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where, thank goodness, we get to take a break from all the things that we don't care about and identify a small list of things unrelated to actual happenings in the world that are also happening in the world and focus on them for a while. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. That sure would help a lot. We are... The cheers of audio podcasts. You know, taking a break from all your troubles. Uh, right here. Right now. Yeah, right here. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with us? Yeah. What is one, wrong uh, with us? That one didn't age well, Jesus Jones. Uh, let's What's start the with our... Wake up! <laughs> uh, I'll, I will start with mine, which Please are do. are the least controversial things I may have I ever look at you. <laughs> Uh, the first one is served two ways. I have two justifications for this one. Okay. Okay. Plaid. Okay. Tell me more. Uh, Tell street me style more. trend, according to Vogue, checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Fashion mm-hmm. month uh, came to a close back in February, and they were saying plaid. Plaid was everywhere. This is back when Fashion Week could happen because people. Could I was going to say this is back when people were <laughs> yeah. wearing clothes outside. But okay, yeah. uh-huh. and. Yep. Uh, and and so it's it's still within the realm, you know, plaid skirt, plaid socks. Oh, they're like the socks. Plaid, plaid socks. Hat. Actually, mango printed cotton hat. It's not exactly plaid, but uh, it's all there according to Vogue. Vogue says plaid's a thing, plaid's a thing. And the new Tesla Model S plaid what? was just announced. Wait, is it plaid plaid? No. What's the deal? It's, What's the deal with the plaid? It's plaid because of its speed and jokes about. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, um, that would have been plaid cool, mode, etc. <laughs> so no, it's just normal Tesla colors. But I, I saw that they called it plaid. Yeah, totally. And I, I was see like, going oh, for here. Mm-hmm. yeah, like, like this is a usage that they have their own reason for doing it within the Tesla verse. But it also rings. It's a good branding because people are like, oh yeah, plaid's in. Even if this isn't actually plaid, just the name. Plaid, the word, has currency. I mean, that's actually really true. And there's a fintech. I'm looking it up, actually. There's like a fintech company called Plaid Mm -hmm. that had a big acquisition, I want to say. And then uh, apparently uh, today... Okay, this is actually kind of crazy because I did the duck duck like I always do. Mm -hmm. Literally today, Friday, October 2nd, is the 10th annual worldwide celebration of plaid, or also known as Plaider Day. <laughs> I had no idea. That's Tom, amazing. Tom, how do you do it? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, of course it is, because course, I planned it the whole time. You totally. You planned that. Happy Plaider Day, everyone. <laughs> Happy Plaider Day. What I, you, that is amazing. 
Plaid said this many times is losing all meaning. Lara in the Discord, <laughs> it really which is. is also it's true. Becoming a Ted Lasso thing. Uh, Plaid, I I was going to make the argument, and I don't even think I need to make an argument anymore now that you've said that. But I was going to make the argument <laughs> that it wasn't Plaid the pattern, but Plaid the word. The that word was, that was the thing. Yeah, I think you're totally right. That is amazing. All right. I mean, I got to give you. Sometimes it's just that simple. Yeah. And the I'm, more I look at it, the weirder it looks, too. <laughs> and so it really... should be pronounced played, but it's not. But it's not. Plaid. Uh, side note, <gasps> side jag, quick side jag. Yeah. We, we should Jaguar. really redo spelling, right? Like, spelling is a mess. Like, mm-hmm. if this were an interface on a startup, people would be, like, complaining, like, you really need to have a standard. Come on. This is all over the place. Disrupt spelling. English, English spelling is 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 not up to snuff in our modern age. No, its, it's usability is horrible. Through tough, thou you know though, all of that. Model S plaid. You're totally right. This just rocketed to the top of the thing word list. Plaid. Amazing. Aren't you glad right. you use plaid? <laughs> So, okay, I'm switching. I'm moving. I'm moving us along That's here. That's the signal. But you know what? Confirmed. Like, I doubted you, and then I was wrong, as always is the case. I mean, never doubt me unless I'm wrong, which does happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never will again. So um, there is occasionally this picture of this animal that pops up on Twitter. It looks like a dinosaur. It is a bird. Which it are is, dinosaurs, essentially. Which are dinosaurs, so this exactly. this is the most dinosaur-looking bird that we still have on the planet. My God. I mean, it seriously is. And also, a thing. It is the shoebill stork. And I don't know why it's a thing. But according to this article I found on <laughs> brobible.com... <laughs> Which is delightful. Uh, from four months, because I was like, why am I seeing pictures of the shoe bill everywhere? The other day there was a tweet that was like, Google, and it, this this actually has, if you go to Twitter and you type in shoe, shoe bill, you'll find it right away because there's this kind of like video of this shoe bill stork, which is a crazy looking bird, by the way, uh, in the rain, just kind of like standing in the rain, looking like a crazy dinosaur. And somebody used it to illustrate, like, Google waiting for that antitrust website next week, like. <laughs> right. And then it's just this this shoe, bird st- shoe bill standing in the rain. But I was like, why am I seeing this bird all over Twitter lately? There's, like, apparently there's a shoe bill stork that you can get as a companion in Final Fantasy. Mm. And it is, I, I don't, again, like, not sure why or the provenance, but according to this Bro Bible article... Every couple of years or so, the internet rediscovers a legendary bird called oh, the Shoebill Stork. Oh, got it. Just like it's a recurring thing. And then apparently recently, uh, it's because last year, Alyssa Milano, the actress, made the Shoebill Stork go viral with a tweet in which she wrote, nope, not okay with this. And it was a picture, <laughs> a video of the Shoebill just being hella creepy. And then uh, four months ago, it went viral again, this time thanks to a guy named John who wrote alongside his video of a shoe bill, still having a hard time with this being a real bird and not something from a Muppets effing nightmare festival. Oh my gosh, yeah, it does look like a Muppet. That's true. <laughs> yep, it definitely looks like a terrifying Muppet. It looks like According- one of the big ones, you know, that they only use in the background. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it is large and crazy. The uh, Audubon.org wrote an article about it uh, back in 2016, which is probably the last time that it was like rocketing around the internet like a thing. And <laughs> Audubon Society, right? Like they like birds. Yeah. Their headline is the shoe bill or the most terrifying bird in the world. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why is it called the shoe bill instead of monster face or death pelican or literally the most frightening bird on earth? <laughs> it eats crocodiles. Like I'm like now obsessed. It with eats this. crocodiles. It, you just threw eats, that one away. Wow. It eats young crocodiles and it stands so still that people like think it's dead. Because it just can stand still for like days, waiting for a little baby crocodile, and then they're they're always alone because apparently they just murder each other when they're around each other. And then when it does make a noise, it sounds like a machine gun. <laughs> so I mean, this thing it's is rain, crazy. It's, it's from Africa, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's native to to um, looks like Central East Af- Africa, um, Kenya ish, maybe. Um, you end up into Egypt and Sudan, and. Its actual name, binomial name, is Balaniceps rex or B rex. It's a B rex. It's a dinosaur. This is a dinosaur. We 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 talk about like well, birds are dinosaurs. It's just evolutionarily (laughs) they've evolved so much that they're mostly flight and they don't do all the same things and they're not as big. No, this is the this is the one that's left. This is the one that's left. Yeah, this is the one that's like oh no. If you want to know what a dinosaur looked like, this is it. It's legit. This bird. It's just straight up this bird. And for some reason, it's just back. It's back as a thing. And especially this video of it in the rain, of the one in the rain. And apparently maybe because there's the shoe bird minion in Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. I don't know how new that is, but when I like looked it up, that's what I found. And but that's one of the circular things where like one of its early tours as a thing... Uh, somebody was a designer who's like, I'm putting that in a game. And then they put it in a game and then a bunch of people play the game and then it becomes a thing again. And yeah, yeah, this is interesting. I I think somebody could do a total doctoral thesis on the reoccurrence of the shoe bill as a thing. I know. I kind of want, yes, I want to see that because it really does seem to be just a, like a recurring, yeah, a recurring thing. Yeah. I, the discord is like, you know, even though you said it's, african i would believe it would be australian also which i agree yep yep you wouldn't they're be fascinating. shocked right there's like one in a zoo they're very rare apparently they're down to like five thousand of them there's one in a zoo in japan i think that you have to um that they are like oh it's a hippogriff from <laughs> harry potter right. and you have to bow to it otherwise if you want to like approach it and pet oh, it which why like would you right um yeah you actually have to bow to it otherwise it'll just fly away huh yeah I don't know. I really um, do think so, this is this is like our best living. Like the coelacanth is the living fossil of the sea. This is the living fossil of the land. Like it seriously is. It That's seriously so cool. is. I had no I idea know. about the shoe bill. Thank you. I'm kind of obsessed. Now you're going to see it everywhere too because it is terrifying and crazy and fascinating and awesome. Well, yeah, and you have to see the video. Like a picture doesn't do it justice because your mind no. will make it smaller. You have to see the video where it walks past something. You're like, oh, my God, that thing's huge. Oh, yeah. And also just see how weird it is when it moves. Uh Uh-huh. Well, yes, because it looks animatronic. I mean, I know I hear all of you who are saying, like, how can you not believe in pandas? (laughs) But believe in in shoe bills, which fair, fair point to everyone. 
I'm putting a video. I'm putting a picture of one eating a duck in the chat. In the chat. Sorry. No, it's just Sorry, moving everyone. the duck out of the way. Right? Yeah, it's just it's just yeah. scooching the duck. Right. It's not totally going to chomp it. <laughs> so when it so when it eats, and then I swear I will move on. But I'm but like this thing is everywhere. Um. So it it like grabs an animal and puts it in its mouth and then it opens its mouth so that the animal can stick its head out and then it chomps down and decapitates it. That's just cruel. And then it eats the head later. It gives it hope. It's messed up. Or or maybe it's like, here, take one last look at the world. I'll give you a... It's a messed up bird. Look at the flowers, little duck. There's like a sticker. Apparently you can get a sticker. I mean, I'm just going through Twitter. I just put it in and I'm just going through Twitter and it's like everywhere. Wow. They got shoe bill stickers. Okay, so yeah, so there you go. Shoe bill. I have fun with that. I have a word. You have a frightening death bird of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Where to next? <laughs> we'll have anything can happen on it's a thing. <laughs> uh, how about pastels? Oh, really? Wait, but it's fall. Oh, but pastels are. In they are a Silly thing. Girl. Uh, Pharrell and Adidas have unveiled new NMD who a sneakers in a fresh pastel pack. Oh my god! They really at the have. same wow. time that Google announced its new Nest Audio line in a series of pastel colors. What? Wow. Okay. I know it seems wrong. Look at the Google stuff. What's with the Easter colors in the middle of October? But yes, here here you go. That is exact. You read my mind. That is exactly what I'm thinking. And yet, you got wow. That is really pastel, huh? Is this sort of like the evolution of neon? Do we think? Yeah, the Pharrell the Pharrell sneakers for sure. Look yep. like they're coming. This is, you know, in in that uh, Darwinian evolution of pastels, you'd have the Pharrell sneakers before the Nest speakers, right? First of all, because sneaker to speaker, but also because there's a little neon still in the Pharrell sneakers, whereas the right. Nests just have totally faded away to Easter colors. Yeah, totally. I'm seeing. I'm definitely seeing some pastels in uh, fashion, and oh, and also the Samsung Galaxy S20 which does come in some fairly pastel colors. And so does the new, so does the latest iPhone, the 11. I have kind of a pastel purple phone now that I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah, good one. Okay. Yeah. I think it's because GCBS. we've all been inside so long, we don't care what season it is. We're like, great, pastels, why not? God, that's probably <laughs> true. And neon was too much. I think we can yeah, all agree too harsh. Yeah. that neon was too harsh. Yeah, a pop of pastel. You're totally right. There's some new Nikes that it's are calming. super pastel. It's the, a calming, the Nike Air Force yeah. One. Mm-hmm. It's calming. That's totally why we have it. Yep. it I think we. I think we figured it out. <laughs> Everything else is just too jarring. <laughs> yeah, uh, they say if you go look at like a pink, it'll calm you down. So why not just cover your entire world with pastels? I mean, I I can't lie. Like, I am finding these new Nikes very relaxing to look at. Right? Yep. You are not wrong. And and what's so funny is that they just came out September 23rd. Mm -hmm. And they say, and they're in Easter Easter pastels. Yeah. Yeah. But who remembers when things happen on a calendar anymore? 
Apparently, there's also an app called Pastel, which will give your iOS 14 home screen a colorful aesthetic. Ah, with the widgets. With the widgets. Yeah. I should probably upgrade. Last week, I was lucky enough. Last week, Monday? I don't know. Could last have been a week, year ago. Year. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say Monday. Uh, Monday, I was lucky enough to have my sweet boyfriend bring me dinner. And mm-hmm. that dinner was Detroit-style pizza. Detroit? What makes a pizza Detroit? Okay, so turns out Detroit-style pizza, which I'm now obsessed with, is also a thing. And has been a thing, maybe for about a year, seems like. It started having a moment in, uh, it got written up in Eater uh, on, okay. in April of 2019. And now it seems to be spreading. So Detroit-style pizza is a th- deep dish pizza, but it's like both crispy and very chewy it's like a focaccia style crust so crispy on the edges and the part where it hits the pan but nice and chewy in the middle is that the idea nice and chewy yeah very chewy which is a favorite food texture of mine um which is kind of a weird thing to say but yeah (laughs) detroit style pizza which apparently by the way is little caesar's well, and did you see that Pizza Hut has brought back its classic Pizza Hut pan pizza, which is also kind of this? Yeah, it kind of is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, but it's like a, it's, I guess all these pizza restaurants have been adopting it. It's been more and more popular because everyone was like, yeah, we already did Chicago style. Yeah, and yeah, because Chicago's let's be honest, like Little Caesars is delicious, but no one wants to admit it. Mm-hmm. So they just had to go and have Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, you have to have a hipper name on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this picture on Eater of the one with uh, pepperoncinis and onions on it. it looks nom, delicious. Nom, nom, nom. It's also square, I should say, much yeah. like Little Caesars, right? I mean, that. so it's, it's two distinguishing characteristics are square. And then this kind of like crispy but also chewy focaccia-style crust. And I'm loving it. Pizza, pizza. It is so good. Yeah, Chicago's over. Detroit is in. Where did mm, Little Caesar start? Garden City, Michigan. It started in Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's or headquartered in, in Detroit. Okay. Yep. 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 Exactamundo. It's all making sense now. And now it's finally having its moment, and I'm excited because, dudes, it is good. Detroit style pizza. And I was thinking I would get chicken wings tonight for dinner, but maybe. <laughs> I'll change that. <laughs> but maybe this one. I know. I think I might too. I think I think the child would like it. I'm looking at this picture it. of Buddies, which is what they featured in the Eater article. Man, uh, I'm so hungry. And uh, man, the the guy with the uh, the the puffy vest and the trucker cap just that tells me is everything awesome. I need to know about Buddies and its pizza. And I want to go there now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know. It's so funny because if you look at older Eater articles, they're just like, yeah, it's totally a thing. Like, everybody knows Detroit for its pizza. And I'm like, what? They do? Since when? I've been to Detroit and I didn't. I feel robbed that I was not taken to Buddy's by somebody. I know. Me too. Because everybody was like, oh, you have to have our Mediterranean food. Because there's like a really, really good Middle Eastern, not sorry, not Mediterranean, Middle Eastern food. There's really good Middle Eastern food in Detroit because there's a big immigrant community. And so I got to go have like super yummy Middle Eastern food. But now I'm like, wait, I didn't know that pizza was a thing there. Yeah. They probably just didn't appreciate it at the time for either of us. They're like, man, we have pizza, but they have pizza everywhere, you know. Yeah. Got to impress them Californians. 
But now it's making its way out into the world, and I'm having it for dinner. Mm -hmm. Producer Rich uh, found an article in the Dallas News called, What's the Deal with Detroit-Style Pizza in Dallas Right Now? Dude! (laughs) Nailed it! It's a thing! Yes, you definitely... From August 5th, 2020, in a matter of months... Says the article, thanks, Rich. Three Detroit-style pizza joints have popped up in Dallas. Three. In the <gasps> pandemic. In the pandemic. Oh, it's so good, too. It's you know, so um, we had a pizza joint go out of business near us because it was really based on families coming in. It was one of those. It was one of those places where you, you come in and you order the pizza in, in kind of a conveyor belt situation, and they, you know, they make it for you in front of you sort of situation, and they they died during the pandemic because everybody thinks of it a place as a place to go to not a place to deliver they got replaced everything else that's gone out of business is still out of business except that place somebody else opened a pizza joint there and like well, let's focus on delivery and they're doing great wow well, good for them yeah huh. so yeah open a pizza place yeah. folks <laughs> i know I'm, 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 I'm. one of the ones in dallas by the way is even called eight mile subtle real subtle. <laughs> What, what what's there. a de- what's a Detroit thing? Cars? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Less obvious. No. M and M. No, less trademarked. Eight Mile. Done. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> so there you go. Hopefully, we have solved your dinner dilemma. If it's early enough for you, if you've already eaten, we apologize. All right, let's get to your things. Feedback at it's a thing. Me at Porter sent us a thingception alert. Coca Cola <laughs> partnering with Molson Coors. For U.S. launch of Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. Oh, my goodness. This is a thing around the ding-dong. If you missed the episode, more than a year ago, Topo Chico was a thing. It's kind of the thing you drink when you're not drinking at the bar. Mm -hmm. Topo Chico Hard Seltzer is going to just confuse people. That is really going to confuse people. But I'm not drinking. I'll have a Topo Chico. Hard Seltzer? Wait, what? Wait, what? It's such a um it's such a thing merge, emerging mm-hmm. thing, emerging th- of things because thing those of two things thing merger. because <laughs> uh, Topo Chico and Hard Seltzer together, that's basically like thing finity. That's just putting vodka in a Topo Chico, right? I mean, I, I guess so because I mean, they kind of sure all are, yeah. More to it, but yeah. That's amazing. That yeah. is a really good spot by At Porter who yeah, if you done. are if you are a fan of the bonus content or have ever joined us in our Discord, we'll know that At Porter is literally the beverage guy. Nailed it. Yep. Todd in Seattle writes in about difficult initials. Hmm. One thing I've noticed recently in the tech community is the verbal substitution of RBG with RGB. So many years of talking about red, green, and blue with regard to monitors and Photoshop and all sorts of other stuff is just verbally confusing the ever-loving stuff out of us. May, must make concerted effort not to refer to one of the most influential legal people of our time as a color space. Oh, dude, Todd. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how widespread this is, but I did it. I, 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 before I saw Todd's email, I was I did this. I was like, RGB. Oh. I'm like, wait, no. Um, I mean, I caught myself, but it's – yeah. I bet I've done it. I bet I've done it and like not even noticed it. But I will say meme alert, Mm -hmm. like budding thing Mm -hmm. is, is that, that, uh, RBG has basically been sort of anointed sainthood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say that's a, that's a meme alert. If we were still airbrushing vans in large numbers, I could imagine 
that that would be a thing. Uh, Gary explains where he first saw Keeping at 100. Uh, Lots of people actually have pointed this out. Gary says, the first time I saw the Keep at 100 emoji was as stickers on The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore, which used to follow The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Larry had a segment called Keep at 100. Guests were asked a controversial question and asked to answer honestly. The panel and the audience would award each answer either a Keep It 100 sticker if they thought the answer was from the heart, or Larry would throw a tea bag at them if their answer was weak tea. Thanks to Chris and Charlotte for also sending this. My goodness. Yep. I'm going to have to look that up. That is amazing. So Larry was the accelerant. It already existed, but he like propelled it forward. Yeah. He's got a new show on Peacock now. Oh. God, there are so many things. Peacock. I gotta get the thing. peacock. I gotta get the. I gotta get Showtime. So at I least peacock's free. Thing. It is. Yeah. Oh. You can pay for more stuff, but you can watch all kinds of stuff on it without paying. All right, good to know. Uh, and then let's see. Manny wrote in on a cluster thing and mm-hmm. says, "I am so confident in this thing. I'm not even asking for okay. a thing check. This is a thing surrounded like by baby things among us." It is a video game adaptation of a hidden role game like Mafia, Wink Murder, or Werewolf. Most people try to keep the ship together and find the imposters, which the imposters try to kill everybody else and wreak havoc. This is all over Instagram and Twitch and YouTube. It's like the blow up of Fall Guys, but much bigger. It has also spawned some mini things, making it a cluster thing. That's a new phrase to me, and I like it. In the game, people abbreviate suspicious to sus and red sus, referring to a certain color of character that seems to always be the imposter, is also making the rounds. This is the new team yellow thing branch. Mm. Team type, yellow type thing branch. It's also just super fun. And then he wrote back and said, I have more info on the cluster thing. A quick DuckDuckGo shows that the sequel to Among Us was canceled because the original game got so popular. They're continuing to update the earlier version. And the timing of this within a day of when I sent the first email. And he sent articles for reference. And I am so embarrassed to say, I don't know anything about this. I feel a little bit like Manny is where I was with hockey last year. (laughs) Very excited. Certainly identifying a thing that has a following, but maybe the excitement could be overestimating the thingness or, or Manny is on this early enough that in two months we're going to be like, oh, Manny was so right. Among Us is everywhere. I mean, so here's what I'm going to give. I'm going to give Manny the point though, because A, Lara in the chat just said, that's what sus is from. And says, I'm seeing it with used with all the young people I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And right. two, or B, Manny's source material includes a story from CNN Business mm-hmm. that says, Among Us, a murder mystery set in space is the latest multi-million dollar craze in video games from September 26th. And I have seen a couple of references to Among Us in the wild. Yeah. So we might just not know. Oh, dude, it's the video game version of like the of the the panic room or whatever. What are the rooms called? Uh 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 panic mystery room. room. Mystery panic escape room. Lock thank box. you, Apporter. Thank you. Yes, escape room. Esca- Lockbox. <laughs> it's like a video game escape room. It's a murder mystery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Manny, I, I believe in you. I think We're giving you, it, yeah. And I like the confidence, right? Manny's like no, I like no, the no. confidence. You don't doubt me. He's like, no. I'm on. I'm on this. So there we He's go. Like, just because you don't know, 
doesn't mean also right. a cluster thing is outstanding. All a right, this is good. Amazing. Yeah. That's I really feel good. lame and out of the loop, but I'm willing to accept it. Ah, <laughs> uh, this will make you feel better. We've got shout outs. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be amazing. Thank you to those of us who, uh, those of us, those of you who support the show at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Cause you let us do this every week. <laughs> this week's shout outs. This is high concept stuff. Rich may have done this. himself. This week's shout outs this. are autocorrect versions. Mm-hmm. Like the kind where, you know, you've got your keyboard up and the words just keep coming and you just press them and then you get a nonsense sentence. And you thought you were typing something, but you're not. You're typing something else. Thanks to new shout out patron Lee Price, who knows what the river looks like and how it goes on the ground beef. Of course. Thanks to Kevin Sill for the feedback on my calendar for the week. Oh, Lord, I'm sure you know if you have any other news on your mind that you can get it done. And shout out to Eric Duncan, because it would not work on my iPad so that it doesn't matter if you can have a few options for me to use the app. What more can we say about Jake Woods, except that I don't know how much you want to get out of here, LOL. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, C.W. Lung's right, this reveals so much about Mr. Anthropology's It does. That's the thing I was going to say, yeah. too. Like, you always find out more. Ground beef, eh? <laughs> the more you get a chance to get a good deal with this game, it's not the same as Gabrielle Cohen. <laughs> Brad Sparks is the best thing for me to bring to you, and I can make a reservation for you guys <laughs> to get a table in a little bit. <laughs> that seems very specific. <laughs> Uh, Louis St. Amour can be a good idea to make it a bit better, but I don't think it would work out for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, when you get home, can you please give me a quick call if you need any help with Andrew Wyatt? (laughs) Of course, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, And finally, Mike Akins tries to help the kids with their own music, but they don't have a clue how to play the song. (laughs) (laughs) That was just that was just your phone taking an actual conversation from a previous thread. Like that's just oh lazy God. auto suggest. Come on. That is incredible. So Mr. Good. By the way, producer Rich says in the Discord there's a lot of Aldi text. <laughs> I can't believe Aldi didn't show up. I'm shocked. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, oh this is incredible and what <sighs> a genius better. idea as <sighs> always. I I really really do. I am going to take this high and use it to keep myself off Twitter for at least the next 12 hours. Do it. Do it. And I invite you to join me, friends. Not looking at Twitter. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. You can, of course, email us your things at feedback at it's a thing dot me and become a member of It's a Thing and get access to all the cool stuff. Our Discord, the ad free RSS feed, more at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Maybe even a shout out. Yeah, if you get to be a member of the Discord, you can meet at Porter. Uh, you can also email us your things. <laughs> feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next time, friends. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.